I think society has made it very um, normal in the thought to hate your own ego. And I think that this is not necessarily the best way to handle it. To me, it sort of sounds like the easy way into handling things. Kind of like, um, I don't know, if... Um, I can't find a good example. It's kind of like if you think giving up something is the best way, you give it up hard kind of deal. It doesn't, it's like coffee, right? Like if you're addicted to coffee, you can go cold turkey, but you'll have a migraine and it's suffering. It, it's really painful to go through if you're, if you're a deep coffee drinker. But you could also drink them in lower volumes over time in order to uh, reach the point that you no longer need to drink coffee or you can go cold turkey and it won't really bother you. That's what I think people do with um, with their ego is they, they so, um, social media villainizes ego and makes it almost unwanted to have, right? It It's like... And then, you know, if anyone knows me well enough, I'm a huge advocate for ego. Um, and I'm going to define what it is to me, right? So, um, in my life in middle school, I reached this point where I shut off. I wasn't even me anymore. I was just like this lifeless human that just went to their routines, right? Like go to class and... Um, you know, do his work and then just play games to completely isolate myself from the world. Um, but what came about, what changed me was my ego, right? And to define the ego, it is, it's, it, there's a few definitions, but I think one that the society can agree on is it's a, it's a part of you that puts a mask on. That can allow yourself to uh, appear a certain way in society, right? And it, it's very ambig uh, ambiguous on what it means. Some people wear a mask to be fake. Some people wear a mask to hide their emotions. Some people don't even wear a mask. They just intertwine their ego with their soul. Um, and at the time back then... When I was younger, my ego was kind of full throttling because I couldn't bear the pain, whatever pain I was doing upon myself mentally. My ego was the one driving this body. Um, and if it wasn't for that ego doing such thing, I don't even think I'd be alive today. Uh, or at least I wouldn't be who I am at all, closely uh, I, I would much more be, I don't know, I guess the bland, I would be a type of bland person that I so, so that I find so disgusting, you know, and, um, it is why I get upset when people vilify my ego because my ego at worst can be arrogant, right? And what's a few arrogance gonna do? You can easily avoid arrogance. I knew the most arrogant human in the world, at least at Clarkson. 
And all I had to do simply was not be in the same room as them. And I no longer had to bear their arrogance. Uh, and it's only up to the individual to identify that their arrogance is very uh, um, distracting for other people. Or or non, it's not digestible. I know some people, uh, this one particular guy I'm talking about, Women loved him because he was arrogant. He always had to. He always had some fucking crazy story that had them enthralled. Meanwhile, I kind of when I when I was in front of him, I'm like, you know, do they ever question him? Like, this seems a bit absurd, right? Or it's always. And I realized his talking habits was always about him. He didn't give a fuck about anyone else. He was always about me, me, me. I did this. I did that. I experienced this. I felt this. Never. Just empathizing with someone else, never concerned for anyone else, just himself. Um, if he's gonna ever use the word "you," it's gonna be with a with a insult. Uh, but that that's like his ego being just pure, driven on his own pride, right? Uh, and then that, that he lacks empathy. That's why that's that's what societal views as ego, right? That that idea that um someone who's just so driven in self loaf and or self motivation doesn't even care about anything else. But even then I don't even find it like that. It it's just a matter of can your ego respect the world the same way it respects itself? And that was something my ego had to experience after uh, my last relationship. Because I remember in in my mind, it, feel like, it felt like my ego destroyed that relationship. Um, like it was mutually broken up, but I felt like my ego did a lot. Because he grew in power, right? I, I was pretty fat in the beginning of the relationship. And then I lost weight. And I gained way more confidence in myself as I lost weight. And, you know, I joined a fraternity, which made me even more, um, I don't even know, prideful, I guess. Be- especially because it took me three years to get my GPA to even get in there. There was a lot going in my favor. And my ego just was uh, in pure gluttony and all this. It was it was enjoying all this self uh, uh, reward or accomplishments, and then at the same time, it kind of didn't care about my my previous ex because she wasn't doing the same sensational reward as um everything else I've been accomplishing. And I'm pretty sure she also said too that I got him pretty arrogant. I wasn't a simp back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that was also reflecting how. My ego did not really care about its surroundings. He cared about what it does for him. And and I learned from this. I think my ego had to accept it. It was it was really upset from her saying such a thing, but it kind of accepted it. No longer like felt threatened. It was like, you know what, yeah, I was a fucking dickhead. I was letting everything get into my head. Um, like everything positive. It wasn't not necessarily anything negative. It was more so I just wanted everything and didn't think about what could happen.
And so this is the part where it's the, the, the challenging road people don't want to do, right? This is, this is where people says, let's kill our ego or let's destroy it to the point where it no longer motivates us. And I find that to be insane because your ego is almost a part of you. It's literally the part of you you want to be. Why would you want to destroy that? It sounds like to me, it's like if my dream... And you know, this is this is real. I wanted to be working at PepsiCo to make Mountain Dews, right? That was my fantasy dream back then. Um, and every and everyone was sold on that idea because yeah, I love the drinks. I would love. I like chemistry, yeah. and you know, it seems feasible. And that was my dream. But then I reached the point where I learned, oh, I'm in the wrong major. I could have done food chemistry not chess chemistry, and then, oh, I need four years of experience, four to seven years of experience to even be working at PepsiCo, mm, I don't really want to wait that long, and then on top of that, I need to have a master's degree to uh, for food chemistry to even apply to fucking PepsiCo, and I looked at all of that, and I'm like, I'm not even confident in doing chemistry now. What makes me think that going to grad school is possible? Like, I have no real motivation to do such a thing. Like, I don't have the brain to, to do research levels of work. Uh, and I kind of just decided I don't want to do it anymore. Like, like yeah, I would like food chemistry because I do like the concept, but I don't care about PepsiCo anymore. Uh, and they already accomplished literally everything I wanted to do. Like, Kickstart was literally my dream goal when I was younger. I wanted to create what is now Kickstart. And then at that, they already made Mountain Dew that literally has zero sugar. Because I was like, oh, I want to make it healthier. They accomplished all of that. So all my dreams is done. So I'm already behind the game in terms of goals. So I dropped that. And everyone seems disappointed in me when I tell them, yeah, I don't care. I don't want to work at PepsiCo anymore. I've given, I given up on that. Uh, they're like, oh, no, you shouldn't quit and all that. But yet people can quit egos. So simply. Like, why? It's the same concept. I had selfish intentions to work for PepsiCo. Right? Even if it sounded like I wanted to do better for society, it's all selfish intentions. Same way with my ego. It all it, it all wants to do what I want to do. Um, it needs to have a motivation. Pepsi PepsiCo's motivation for me was literally Mountain Dew. Uh, my love for it, at least, and then you know I've I've given it up because it was too. It was almost an impossible feat. Not not because. For anyone, it's impossible. It's I didn't have to drive anymore. And that drive alone destroyed my ambitions. My ego, to me, is what drives anything in my life. I've reached... It was one point last year, while I was quarantining in college, where I was having a lot of stress from school, as it is, on top of the thing my mom said that has really, really put me up in the wall and then made me go insane. And on top of that, I just had the legal ability to buy alcohol. 
and it was just all a bad mixture that got me really depressed. And then I reached this point of just straight what I felt like was an ego death for a day. I just, it, uh, or at least one of my friends said it was like, it, it sounded like your mom gave you a heartbreak, but that's another story. But I just felt so dead. My ego wasn't there. I could feel when my ego exists, right? When I have thoughts and when I have um, a motivation and all that, that wasn't there that one day. I just, I was like purely just silent in my head, which is unusual. I didn't have a thought go in. I didn't have any motivation to do anything. I was just there. And the next day I was like, I don't like that. I never want to experience that again. I want my ego back. And I want it to be really, I want it stronger, right? Um, and I did so. It, it's never easy. I mean, hell, there was a lot of things I had to do to be mentally where I am. I know I don't usually show it often in public because it's not really, not everyone wants to have a deep philosophical conversation. Some people just like to relax and be brain dead for enjoyment, and that's okay. Right? I like that too. Uh, at that, I'm, I talk deeply more in the mornings. That's why I always record myself talking in the mornings because that's where I really think the most. Uh... I, but it took a lot of me to reach this point. I could have been, I always think about it in retrospect. I could have turned any time the wrong way, or at least the path I didn't take, and I could have been a whole different person, right? I could have, I could have kept this hate for my ex by insulting my ego, and I could have been bitter. I could have accepted that my ego should die and I could have been less enthusiastic as a person. I could have not embraced my childhood traumas and still not really love myself. I could have not gone to college because I had no motivation in all, at all to go to college. You know, it, it, those are just some examples. There's so many huge feats that really don't look like it needed much, but it did. And all of that was because of my ego. <sighs> to me, my ego is like my warrior, my, like my mental gladiator. It destroys everything that tries to break me down. And it worships itself as its own god because it deserves to. Uh, kind of like, it, you know, it's just, it, 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 there's a lot of topics I could go at that, but it to me is <coughs> is a way to keep myself uplifted at the end of the day. It doesn't worry too much about itself, more so it worries about me in general, like, as I would say, my souls, right, mainly my inner child, aka my normal soul, as well as just anything else, right, I wouldn't have motivations to work out, if not for my ego, I wouldn't have motivation to be good to people, if not for my ego, uh, I, I wouldn't be 
hell, I would never even have a relationship, not for my ego. It needed, it needed to be confident. There's no way I would have any of these women in my life if I was not confident in myself. Because I don't have the fucking look nor the, 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 the pool of options that would love to have me so easily. So it needed that confidence to really get me there to begin with. Uh, it's, but, you know, my, my ego to me is like a gladiator. It needs to fight for my life, essentially. And at this moment, right, my inner child is at peace. I've, well, for the most part, it learned to forgive. So all the mommy issues my ass had to deal with is kind of, it's acknowledged and it's there, but and it's definitely not fulfilled, right? There's one last thing I need to do, which is tell off, tell everything. Like, let go of everything out of my chest to my mom. I don't care about her answer. It's more so I just need to say it because she assumes I have no problems with her. And even so, I know there's a great chance she's going to say, that's not true. Or, no, I was a great mom. Whatever, right? That's her own life to deal with, to deal with denials and, and all the the past the stages of grief or whatever but i need to let it go i needed to i need to throw all my 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 anger and struggles to her because she needs to be a mom at the end of the day uh that's besides the point my my ego though cannot let go of things my ego is very prideful or at least what i've realized now is my ego represents all of the seven deadly sins for me and with that, my ego also loves using negative energy for positive outcomes. Like, for example, I've said this once briefly, is um, I love to envy people. And I love it because it drives me. There are people who, um, that either, uh, that has a type of characteristics I want. But I don't know how to get there. And so I envy them. And I want to learn how to be like that. And not necessarily to copy them. I don't care about copying them. I want to learn how. What do they do? How do they think to accomplish such mindset? Right? And then I kind of look up to them. Because they, they are they are like. You know. If I ever call someone a god or goddess. It's because I look up to them that much. That I would worship them. And I. You know. It. It. <laughs> This is a side note, but it's kind of funny to think to say that out loud because people wouldn't people don't like the idea of being worshipped unless they have like a dominant kink or whatever, but um or a dominant nature or a god complex nature, but it it almost sounds better off for me to say I'd rather worship a human being that has emotions and would find is very valuable to hear versus some um some, for all we know, a made-up character, you know, or someone that will not hear us. I don't know. I just feel like it's better off telling people that, you know. It's, it's just a matter of, does it go up to their heads or will they just appreciate it? Uh, anywho's, yeah, so I, I, I love to envy people and because it motivates me. Because if not for people, I wouldn't give a flying fuck about me, Right? I wouldn't care what the fuck I do. I have no problem talking to myself all day long, playing video games all day long, doing whatever the fuck I love. 
I have no issues to that. It's what people are involved with. Me, and more so society in general, feel the need to accomplish something. Um, but I don't make it try to, I don't make it kill me. I make it try to make me grow as a person. That's an example. Um, but I try to let all my, my, my deadly sins uh, amplify my characteristics and better myself. Uh, just more short examples. If I'm feeling wrath, more likely than not, it will help me drive, drive myself in the gym. Right? I can't hurt people. I try not to hurt anyone. That's a, a golden rule for me. So I'll release all that anger in the gym, which will push me harder than usual because I can be a bit lazy when I work out. Uh, if I'm feeling prideful i think my ego overall and i think as for most people lives off of pride so it's not it's it's always in motion it's more so concerning if it's not in motion if it's not feeling any pride then it's like kind of dying uh it, imagine in the clock as what this tattoo idea i just had a few days ago uh i imagine my ego is on a clock right and there are time periods where some sin is going to come out and it will be in, it will absorb all that negative energy and let out something positive for me pride is essentially the battery for the clock if no pride is there then nothing happens at all it needs pride if not then all of those other things are going to negatively impact me um but yeah, so RAF would be beneficial for my physical body to work out stronger. Uh, gluttony will allow me to de-stress. Because uh, I'm always mindful when I'm overtaking something. But sometimes it's good to overtake stuff for yourself, right? It's like, it's, again, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone, as long as it's not doing anything uh, against my golden rules, then it will satisfy something inside me you know sometimes i do want to buy chinese food after a long week right even though i should be concerned about my weight no not really concerned about my weight if i really want to get these fucking abs i shouldn't eat them but sometimes it it feeds my soul if i get some good food or if i uh ask for something extra right um, what else is there? Sloth. So again, same concept. De-stressing. I can't always be productive 24-7. I need to de-stress myself and enjoy and just calm myself down. Uh, what is the other one I keep forgetting here? Uh, lust. I mean, and by the way, lust is not necessarily just sex. It was. It's also just wanting... It's kind of like it's kind of like a mix of envy and gluttony. I kind of forgot what lust really was back then, but if it's just sexual desires, then it's just simply like to me it's more like more romantic. Uh if if you're single then I don't know, flirt with everyone. That's what my ego would do if I was in a relationship or I, I am in a relationship. So I tend to be very ultra flirty with my girlfriend. And make her feel good. Right? 
doesn't really benefit me, but for her, in this specific case, seeing her happy um, makes me happy. So, again, it's all these negative things turn into positive due to my ego, you know. And I, I always wondered how, you know, these deadly sins are bad because no one knows, not no one knows, because it's instinctual to make it bad, Right? Um, like, yeah, it's very easy to say wrath is bad because it insinuates you want to hurt people. And it's like, yeah, that's for sure. It makes you want to hurt people. But if I learned, like, it not like having no wrath sounds almost impossible. But even so, I'm pretty certain even monks themselves feel that we need to let out wrath, but they don't because they have self-control. Right, the reason I don't look at these sins so negatively is because they teach you a valuable lesson if you don't let it overconsume you. It's when it overconsumes you it's where it um is when it negatively impacts your character. Right, like if my pride back then it overconsumed me because I was really lusting over all this pride I decided to accept. Uh which in turn made me a real dickhead. At the very, at the very most, fortunately enough, uh, um, but uh, but I've I've noticed it and I trained myself to to take it differently, versus just saying fuck it and keep over consuming and over consuming and thinking I deserve everything. And I, I it 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 really neglects the idea that one can be emotionally intelligent or capable of their own actions. Right, this is why I don't like when people say, um, I don't need an ego. It's like you're just you're that afraid to take accountability that you would rather kill part of your soul, part of you, in order to uh, to be a better person. Question mark, right? It's like it's like it doesn't really make you a better person unless your ego is just that fucking toxic, then I guess so, but. You have the capabilities to change it. Change is always possible. It's just a matter of how motivated you are to it. <sighs> so I needed my ego signifer, which means a uh, world bearer. Well, technically, Orbis Signifer is the world bearer, but I shortened it to Signifer. And the reason why I named it Signifer <clears throat> is because it had to bear all the burdens that came into my life. Uh, in the sense that it had to deal with all the bullshit trauma I had to go through as a child. It has to go through all the social activities. It has to go through... I just repeated that. It has to go through all the social actions in my life. It needs to react very quickly to many things. Uh, it needs to take in all the negative energy and and thoughts and make it positive. Right? It does all these fucking things. And so it's my world bearer, right? <clears throat> And I remember in my in in some internal monologue in my mental dome, I said, 
my my inner child once it accomplished its inner peace or near its inner peace told my ego told Signifer you need to learn your flaws if you cannot seem to learn your flaws or your issues that other people have with you you're going to be removed right and my and this is the first time i think in actuality my my ego got nervous right because now it's like it's the same thought as someone saying i'm going to kill you if you don't you know do this thing and i know it's possible because of last summer uh, last year i was able to remove my ego for a day uh, and that's nerve-wracking. So Signifer has made it his mission to try to learn. And that's where he learned to uh, forgive the ex. He learned, and he thought that was it, right? He's like, okay, well, I learned to accept that I am a dickhead. I'll lower that tone. But then there was more, which came into the to the faceless ego, which uh, to was extremely frightening. Because it introduced itself at the worst time, right? And I think that's what it's meant to do because it really wants to challenge the fuck out of my ego uh, by making me feel the worst, right? Uh, I mean, I literally, I like, it, 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 it appeared fully to me, you know, waking up from a nap, still intoxicated, and... The, you know, after reading something in my phone, all I saw was red. Like, literally, I just, I just saw red. I look in the mirror, and I saw eyes that weren't mine, that weren't usually mine. Like, they looked extremely angry and extremely, like, it's just scary. Like, the, like it's ne it never happened that I was scared of myself, right? Because the capabilities that I could have went was beyond me. Uh, and, you know, in every footstep, I felt like so much anger flowing out of me. And, like, even then, my, my ego was just so, like, nervous. And it was like, yo, like, even as I was walking to a, a place very angry, part of me is like, yo, you need to stop yourself. This is not good. Like, what you're about to do is going to be very problematic with your, for your life. And then the other part was just like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. But, you know, and I had to fucking hurt myself in order to remind myself my golden rule of no, don't hurt other people. Um, uh, and it worked. It went from being a real bloodbath to becoming just a com an angry conversation. And then I removed myself from the toxic environment and then I, I calmed down after I hanged out with my girlfriend but that was like you know in my in my ego's mind it's like holy shit like what the fuck was that you know it was like it just came out of nowhere in me and then I see this faceless ego and it's like what the fuck are you like it never it never in my head existed it was probably a voice but not strong but now it's like full-fleshed I can feel him uh, it sounds like I have schizophrenia. I don't rest assure you. I just have a really strong imagination at this point. But, uh, you know, seeing this fucking faceless human, kind of like Slender Man, but like 
my height, not like 10 feet tall. Seeing a Slenderman-like person wander around with me and fucking instigating things in my head, it was like, dude, get out of my fucking, stop bothering me. Uh, and then after a while, I kind of understand, I kind of realized the tendency it had. It was to, the the purpose of its instigation was to see really how far I can handle myself. Uh, and then it kind of reached a point where it, it became friendly and it was like, you understand my full intention is to break you down so you can build yourself up because you thought you were good. You weren't clearly. I mean, I mean, you had the capabilities to stop yourself, but you allowed yourself to get to see red. It wasn't like it wasn't really anything else. You forgot you you were so distracted by your own uh, productivity that you didn't realize there was so much anger building up inside of you, so much frustration. And even then, I did acknowledge that prior meeting, prior to this event. I did tell my boss, like, oh, man, I'm really feeling, I feel like this real anxious feeling, especially worse that I, there's no breaks at Clarkson, not enough to make it a real break. And I felt like, I feel like it's going to do something to me. Like, I literally foreshadowed my own problems. I, like, I said it out loud, and I still didn't recognize it. Uh, and it wasn't until then where I was like, okay, yeah, I should probably relax myself. So, like, the next five days after that event, I completely did nothing. Not because... I was depressed or anything. It was more so I wanted to really, 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 really release any fucking anger and sadness I seemed to have. Right? And I did. And no longer this, this faceless ego looked like a threat. Like, I look at it and it's it seems like it's a friend. I know it keeps trying to bully me into doing a lot of suffering like things but it's trust it's just trying to build me up again like the gladiator my ego is it's just trying to test me uh because no one else has no one else ever tests me or criticizes me so it's always me with me uh so and now i feel better i feel much stronger i feel more fulfilled and i can at least remember that i should de-stress myself occasionally Especially if I literally say I feel overwhelmed, I should take a breather, right? It's crazy how such a simple concept really can be detrimental to one's life. This is an example of why my ego is important. I don't know what the fuck would have happened if I didn't have my ego. Because it was a, it was really my ego that stopped itself from that event. Uh, I don't know what my inner child would have done. I don't even know what my inner child would be if it didn't have my ego. It would probably be calm and very empathetic, but it would lack a lot of the traits. Most people remember me as, like, as the goofball that fucking makes jokes and loves to smile and laugh and all that dumb shit, uh, it wouldn't have, it would be perfectly fine being very just philosophical thinker and deep thinker and all that, that's really a real chunk of who I am, but my ego serves as like the theatrical version of me, uh, not because I necessarily want attention, it may be partially the reason, but it's, it's more so
it likes to have people's reactions based out of my actions. It's the weird, weird loophole to my uh, philosophy being egoism. Is I like to do things to make other people happy. Their happiness should come out of me. That's what makes me happy. Um, well, yeah, uh, that that is why I don't like when people vilify egos because it it can do so much great fucking things. It can build you more as a person. It can do things that normal, you know, soul you wouldn't want to do. Uh, it, it, you know, and by wouldn't do, I mean comfortable wise. And I don't mean to the extreme, like, you know, killing someone, but it can make you do things that can, that can push you further in life. Uh, and it can defend you when things get hectic. You know, I can I can meditate all I fucking want. And I know it distress me, but there's a point where it doesn't really work that much. And I have to resolve the issue or I have to, like, do something other than that. Breathing just helps temporarily. Um, you can't necessarily just do the meditation anytime you want when you're in a fucking social situation, right? Uh, but that is why... I hope people recognize that their egos are powerful. Powerful in both ways. It can really build you or it can destroy you. And it's really up to you on how to handle yourself. Uh, and like I said, I, I think I, not everyone's ego needs to run on pride. I think that's what society has made it evident, uh, uh, equivalent to. Like It needs to be prideful. Because prideful, egotistical seems to be synonymous. But I may be wrong, but I think other people's egos drive on other things. I'm pretty certain my ex's ego ran on sloth. She really likes to be indulged in laziness or in, you know, in slow motions. Uh, she doesn't like being hyper-energetic and in a sense of like productivity and all that shit. Uh, she likes to enjoy herself in her, you know, passing minutes. Uh, uh, I know one of my brother's egos probably runs on wrath. Like, that man is so willing to beat the shit out of people. I don't know if he just has, I don't think he has anger issues. I think he just has a lot of, you know, he has so much anger inside him that it became like his ego's drive. Like, if you simply ask him you want to fight in the most lightest of hearts, he will take that as a threat to his life, and he will kill you with his fists, at least. You know, his his drive's on wrath, right? He doesn't care about other people. He cares about himself. Not in, like, a, a selfish kind of way, but more so, like, you know, either he likes you as a human being and then cares about you, or he doesn't like you and doesn't give a flying fuck. And if you're in that... Realm where he doesn't care about you and you threaten him in the slightest degree, feel free to take the hundred punches he's about to throw at you. <laughs> right? Um, I know some people who are greedy. Who are there, who, I definitely know people who have their egos as greedy. They need, they like, money literally drives them. Right? It will drive them to do anything that makes them a lot of money. Um, 
um, I don't need to go through all the seven of them, but you get the point, right? So if you ask yourself, what is my ego running on? I don't know. I think it should be easier for you to see than, you know, an outsider to see. Because I have to, like, know you for a few months and, like, really see every part of you. Like, as in one-on-one or on groups, situations, or whatever the case may be. But, uh, you know, figure out what kind of... What what drives your ego? Like, what really pushes your ego to exist to begin with? Uh, and then coming with that is, how do I make it so it doesn't come off bad? Or not bad. Let me restate that. How do I make it so this drive doesn't overtake me? Like, where is the cap on it? Like, where, like, my ego can be prideful to an extent, right? That's why I need to always remain humble. Always remain humble. It, it can never... I can never allow it to lose that humbleness barrier or else I'm going to be going back to that arrogant dickhead way of me uh, because I feel like I deserve it after suffering for so long. Uh, but I know it's I know I'm going to overconsume it. So I need to always be like, no, 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 I didn't do good enough. I didn't do that because if I let anything in my head compliment me too much, I'm going to be a dickhead. And my theatrics is going to go through the roof. That's why I need to remain very humble. Uh, because then it overworks the clock and then too much energy in that clock means I'm going to go, I'm going to be everywhere with every sin. And then it's, you know, you get the gist of it. Uh, so figure out what is the barrier you need to make sure your ego doesn't go through its uh, overdrive state. Say it out loud or, you know, maybe you, you fortunately made a, a barrier without even realizing it. Uh, and then, um, like, for example, my, my Raph ego friend here, he, uh, he boxes, right? I'm pretty sure that's what helps believes his Raph on people. He boxes and, you know, helps, again, helps his, his body, his physical, his physique, um, and he has more control, right? Like, now he knows that his hands are going to become weapons. And he's not going to abuse weapons so much. But he knows that he has the capabilities to murk the fuck out of someone because he has training now. Uh, but it would help discipline him as much as it's helping him be stronger in case he does end up fighting someone. But it would be like, it'd be just a threat. Just simply looking at him and know that he can he can beat the shit out of you will instantly make people reconsider their words against him and just be on his good side and then he'll, they'll be alright um, I don't know about envious people that one's hard that one I don't have no I have no idea how the fuck one of those can cap themselves that's also up to the individual and how they handle it too but uh yeah that's that's kind of how I view the ego and Ego has this fully fleshed out life inside you and killing it is just like, it's like turning on easy mode, right? And I mean, I guess to each their own, if your ego again is just that fucking toxic and it's like, it's, it's too far gone, then I guess kill it. I mean, I say it myself, like if my ego ever decided to get too prideful, I'm just going to kill it. Like I can't have it no more if it's not going to be useful. Or at the very least, like, 
you know, coexisting. Uh, everything in my in my mind has a purpose, right? My inner child has a purpose of making me enjoy my life in its own weird ways, as well as you know, it's gonna have to exist. It kind of runs, not runs, but it's kind of like the life source of my body, right? And then my ego is kind of like the social acting persona that comes with a lot of flaws, I guess, that I won't recognize. Then uh, all these other things in my head that are just kind of extra extras. Uh, but yeah, that is a... Uh... But yeah, ask yourself that. What drives your ego? What can you do to barricade or, uh, or uh, stop your ego from reaching its overdrive state? Make a rule. And then stick with it like your life depends on it. I guarantee you your ego will never be problematic and it'll be the most useful. Uh, also, to figure out, like, just, like, I know it sounds crazy, but, like, talk to yourself. Like, talk to your ego. Like, think, like, I know it seems so absurd because it's, like, it's kind of, like, it sounds like the equivalent of trying to find ghosts that you ask, are you here? Like, you don't have to do all that. Just talk to yourself. I guarantee you will start recognizing these 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 thoughts in your heads are probably you in different alternatives you have to understand it the reason why i have so much fleshed out characteristics is because i've been thinking about them since fucking 12 right this is like 10 years of me thinking about them i can almost instantly create another persona and live as them within a month i just don't want to because i reached the point of understanding who i want to be but uh, that used to be me last year. I made all these different versions of me, that, which were equivalently my inner child, but he just wasn't able to embrace himself yet. Uh, but yeah, just talk to yourself occasionally, either in your mind or out loud. I think, honestly, speaking out loud really does something better. I don't know how to explain it, but it really does something better. Uh, because, in, I don't know, that's just me, of course. In my mind, I feel like it limits. Like, the only time I would do it in my mind is if I'm sleeping. Because I can at least close my eyes and envision everything. Uh, but speaking out loud, I don't have to do all of that. I can just get a combo out of myself easily. Because I'm, I'm questioning and answering myself, right? And it sounds, again, absurd. I was like, well, yeah, like, if I ask myself, do you, how do you like your coffee? The other me is going to say, I like it with hazelnut creamer or sh or syrup, right? And it's like, well, duh, I know that. I to myself. But then I guarantee you the next question would be, why? Why do you like hazelnut? And then I'm going to respond, I don't know, because back then it was an earthy taste or whatever. That's what That was my original answer way back when I started liking, when I started trying out flavors. And then that became, you know, now at this point, it's just more like a, a nostalgic taste. Like, I'm perfectly fine with black coffee, but I choose to get creamer because other than the fact that it's the only sugary shit I will ever consume on a daily, you know, versus back then, five or ten years ago, I had like 20 variations of sugary shit, junk food. Um, this also reminds me of high school, right? This is like the one out of... Throughout my whole toxic relationship back in high school, for some reason, 
hazelnut coffee is the only good thing that came out of it. And it wasn't even like her introducing me to it. It was just me constantly seeking more caffeine to go through the day because I was so drained from the relationship that I needed extra coffee on top of my fucking coffee. <laughs> uh, you know, and look at that. Like, I didn't even think about it till I said it out loud. Like, now I know why I like fucking hazelnut coffee because I need that much energy to go through the days if they're extra suffering. Although, specifically, I drank a lot of McDonald's coffee, but I don't do that anymore. But, you know, like, I, I realized this simply by asking myself a fucking question and a follow-up question. Do the same for yourself. I guarantee you, you'll recognize a lot about yourself. You know, don't, obviously, you don't need to talk to yourself in front of people. I'm not... There's no one in front of me right now. They're sleeping. My roommates are sleeping. But uh, this is what helps guide you, guide your ego, and guide yourself, your soul to like to figuring things out. It won't figure it out, be you know, in silence. That's not we're we're conversing, we're communicating. Human beings, we have the capabilities to have all these complicated thoughts, and they need to be said, whether in your head. Or out loud for you to hear things. Um, but yeah, that is a uh, that is why I don't accept ego depths. Rebirth them, or rebirth them, or teach them the same way you taught yourself how to do things and how to you know change your behaviors in life. 